Oh. The, uh, uh, the, uh, the, who, who drew the, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the, 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 like, face in the dust over that, there? That was me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I did that. That's good. Hey, Riff, are you recording? Uh, I am now. Are you a famous chaos thetician? Uh, sh- should I be? Is there a joke I'm not solving for? <laughs> no. No, it was just a nonsense question. Okay. Riff, would you say you're more famous or more of a chaos thetician? Hmm. You know, that's tricky. <laughs> if I knew exactly what a chaos thetician was... Or how to say it. Or how to what say it. What was that? I have no idea. I don't know what any of this is. You're, you're asleep, Riff. Aren't you one of those what? Hail Eris people? I am. <laughs> Which is why, which is why I, I paused b- in making that decision. The decision of whether you would consider yourself a famous chaos statistician or well, not? Well, whether I would consider myself more famous than a chaos statistician. No, no, no. Jim, Jim wasn't asking if you are more famous than a chaos statistician. <laughs> No, no, more famous or more a chaos. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> On a two-axis graph. Right. Which way would it be sloped? I've heard that in Fallout New Vegas, uh, each faction has the degree to which they consider you famous and the degree to which they consider you to be a chaos thetician. Uh-huh. And uh, you can't ever make any of those go down. We, by the way, we can't use any of this material because I just remembered in the movie they pronounce it chaotician. I, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what movie, movie? are you talking about? Jurassic Park. Oh. Also, we ha- also, we haven't synced up. Oh so, well, you, you right. could you could totally it works I, backwards a, too. Whoa, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready, Riff? Uh, yeah. One, two, three. I'm Zach. I'm Riff. I'm Jim. And I'm Kevin. And it's time for episode number 249 of Video Games Hot Dog, a podcast Yay. about video games. Yay, guys! It's been a while. Woo. Yeah, you were off port landing. I did. I went to I went to two Portlands in one cup, one airplane and one car. Was, and uh, that's like a cup. Yeah, car und plane. That's what <laughs> I meant by cup. Uh, I went to I went to Portland, uh, Maine, for the Fourth of July uh, to to shoot visit Amelia's family. I did shoot some skeet. Uh, it was it's not skeet shooting what we did. Oh, it it's not? sporting clays. What are skeets then? <laughs> I don't the know. Difference. I don't know. I j- it just skeeters. I, I remember learning at one point that there was a difference. It was cool. Like, uh, we went to like the people who make the distinction between clips and magazines. Probably. Probably. Yeah. But I mean, this is technically a cartridge, not a bullet. The bullet is just part of the cartridge. <laughs> so uh, like guns and ammo versus like YouTube. Because <laughs> they talk about magazines. Well, magazines and clips. Oh, and clips. Yeah. Oh, uh, I was assuming YouTube was the magazines. I did. Uh, I did that like, in reverse order. H- uh, Hudson News versus YouTube. Okay. Um, Hudson News, of course, being the chain of airport bookstores. Right. Oh, right. Jim, you taught me how to fuck up this chair, and now yeah, I fucked it, it up, and it's ruined forever. My job is done. Uh, so yeah, the, the LL I'm going on Bean, break. I always thought of LL Bean as a company that only sold clothing in the mail, yeah. but it turns out yeah, it's basically yeah. like Bass Pro. There's a store in somewhere Maine. <laughs> in Maine, yeah, but I don't remember the name of this. Free Freeport. I kept thinking about uh, Cole when I would go there because Freeport was the city in. EverQuest that I couldn't think of the name of, and he told me. So now every time I see Freeport anywhere, I think, up, oh, I'm, I'm a, a long, I'm a long way from my home in Kanos. 
I, after hearing all the bad things about Camden, New Jersey, it was weird. From uh, from people who've been there. Okay. Apparently, it's it's just like the, the police have given up doing anything, and the the gangs have taken over, and like, uh, b- bad shit. Oh, uh, and the the university there has to hire private security because it's anarchy. Um, after hearing all these things about it from people who like moved from the East Coast, it was weird to go to the East Coast and see like I didn't go anywhere near the place, but seeing signs on the highways for Camden, New Jersey. It was like seeing signs for like a dungeon for well yeah or, a, or like a <laughs> the badlands or the, yeah, the seeing signs for the plateau of Lang yeah, yeah there you go you don't see those signs you, you, you see. no and you just sort of feel them when I was explaining this phenomenon to a friend of mine who lived in New Jersey he asked me what I meant and I was talking about what Camden was. And it turns out he was he was instead confused by my reference to the Plateau of Lang. Aha. Did you just tell him it's a lot like Camden, New Jersey? <laughs> yeah, that's that was a, that's a very simple answer. But we went to the LL Bean store which turns out to just be Bass Pro or Cabela's. It's good. That was LL Bean was always like one of the highlights of our every every summer camping trip out in Maine with my parents, college buddies. Because that, that'd be where us kids would pick up, like, our slingshots and books about how to tie knots and whatever random activities we were going to be doing over the next couple of weeks. You get a lot of knives. You get a lot of shotguns. They do these, uh, they do these like, workshops out on a farm. Uh, and one of them was this uh, sporting clays where you just, like, you know, they launch, like, clay frisbees out of a little weird catapult thing. Did the little clay dogs run after them? Yeah. You shot the dogs. They have a version of it where they roll, they spin them and kind of toss them at the ground so that they jump unpredictably across the ground like a rabbit instead of like a bird. Okay. Um, Yeah. What what were you firing? Shotguns. Okay. Um, I would imagine that makes, that's easier than something that shoots a single bullet. Yeah, because it's got a good, I think he said it has like a 30 centimeter spread at the, at the distance, which that does not actually seem like that much. It's a lot bigger than a bullet. It is a lot bigger than a bullet, but it's not a lot bigger than a clay frisbee. It's probably about the size of a clay frisbee. No. Well, they're, they're no, because they're like uh, smaller than a CD. Oh. You can use AOL CDs in a pinch. Can you? I um, No. <laughs> I, I don't think they would fit in the... Great. They wouldn't fly the same, but they'd be shiny and pretty. That's true. Yeah. And then you actually are firing a microwave gun at them, so they would like have cool arcs of electricity and little sparkles on them. Mm-hmm, that'd be good. Did that. Uh, so that was fun. That was like a game. I didn't play a lot of video games while I was on that trip because I only had my phone and my computer, <laughs> and neither of those things has any games on it that I'm aware of. Man, uh, if Pokemon Go had come out like a week earlier, you could have done a shit ton of that. I wouldn't have, but you're right, <laughs> I guess. I um, we, I, we also like, we kayaked to an island. Okay. Which was cool. It was like a mile and a half over. And you'll never know if there are any Pokemon there. I, yeah, <laughs> I won't. There I might be mm-hmm. unique main Pokemon. Yeah. Lob, lobster bro. <laughs> Lo- lobster bro. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could think of something funny to say in a main accent or do a main accent. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, everybody had me prepared for people in Maine being sort of xenophobic towards people from away. And by everybody, I mean playing the Far Harbor expansion to Fallout 4, which is... Uh, 
but it was fun. I like I had a I had a good time at the Portland. Stayed at a quaint Airbnb. It's a lot like a regular B and B. You did not stay with the with Amelia's family. No, nah, because there were a bunch of people there, and we just wanted to we just wanted some some space to retreat to. Also, because we had a car mm. there, so it's like I drove in Boston for the first time, sort of. How how was it? It was, it was awful. Yeah. And it was just from the airport north, and the airport is already north of the city, so I didn't really have to do any driving in the city at all, but it was still pretty terrible. Did you have to go through uh, any kind of giant tunnel system? No. Okay. Then you really did stay out of the bowels of the city then? That's good. Mm. I didn't know it had bowels. Yeah. That's cool. Are there troglodytes? Sure. Yep. <clears throat> Big dig. Uh that's most most of what the money was was containing the troglodytes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. The whole the actual point of the big dig was to was to uh, to, to conquer the troglodyte menace. <laughs> right. That they couldn't they couldn't tell people that the, without revealing the existence of the troglodyte the menace. The war lasted so, so much to... longer. That's that's what it took so long. It was like the they kept having to fight wave after wave. Right. There were way more of them than than they thought. Those tunnels went deeper than anyone remembered. The tunnels that already existed. Why didn't they just use those? That's what I'm saying. They could have just run the trains through the existing troglodyte tunnels. Right. <laughs> electrified the walls. Hmm. Like turn the tunnels into a rail gun? Is that what you're saying? No, uh, to, to kill the troglodytes. Oh. Like to any troglodyte that got near the train would just end up like a crispy troglodyte snack that they could then sell in At the, the, concession. In the yeah. dining car yeah. in, on the train. To recoup the cost of the big dick. Mm-hmm. Well, no, my point was they wouldn't have had to do the big dig if they had just built the trains through the oh, existing troglodyte tunnels. Instead of having warnings about not touching the third rail, you'd have warnings about not touching the fourth wall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or the third one or the first and second ones. Did you hear that they're uh, that they're going to spend some money and uh, put sort of anti-suicide measures on the Golden Gate Bridge? Hmm. hmm. Um, Is it a thing that murders you if you try and commit suicide on the Golden Gate Bridge? I, well, I, I, would save I don't so much think time. so, but I thought about, well, why don't you just do something simple and electrify it? That might actually... The whole bridge? Effective. Sure. <laughs> yeah, because then you could charge your Tesla yeah. as you were driving across it. Or mm. your bicycle. <laughs> like one of those uh, slot cars that... Yeah. 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 Or just dang, just dangle your Thunderbolt cable out of the side of the car as you're driving down. Charge along. your phone. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. good. Man, what if what if everything charged like that? What if bumper cars had ended up being the model by which all electric devices were designed? <laughs> and so, what if there was just a, an electrified mesh over the entire world, and like your phone just had a big pole on it like that you had to drag against the <laughs> yeah, just like a really the, tall pole. The strings that. The Jews wrap around their living quarters and their cities, their neighborhoods. Who? This is not a thing. This is a druids. Jews. Oh, oh. <laughs> no. Yeah, you I heard also druids heard too. Druids. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I I heard what you actually yeah. said. Like it. There, the the rules are apparently different. If you're inside, uh, for um. Orthodox Jews, if you're inside your a Jewish neighborhood versus outside of it, or inside your house versus out of it, and so they will string up like uh, some twine around if they're camping around their camp, and that counts oh, as to, inside to make their their home. And um, like the Jewish neighborhoods in New York have like carefully maintained string around the entire neighborhood to hmm. make sure it all counts as inside. How like uh, lying on the ground or I think it's elevated. Up high, okay. Yeah. So, and it also keeps out, like, 
It's a place for birds Twine to stand. Phobic, does it, does it oh. need to be a continuous piece of string? <laughs> it keeps I that. think so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Twine, twine phobes. Like those people who don't think there should be any twine games in the IF comp. Yeah. Not, fucking, you're not welcome in this neighborhood. Fucking twine games. That's not real IF. Yeah. This is neither interactive nor fiction. <laughs> That's This is nonfiction, clearly. Yeah. What do you... What, what do you call interactive nonfiction? Is that a thing? I, like Encarta? Like... <laughs> right? I mean, that... Yeah. It, it, yeah, like your I real so. life? I, okay, Wikipedia. Sorry. Just... Yes. Yeah. I was listening to an episode of Sawbones where... Uh, Justin McElroy made fun of his wife for thinking of an electronic encyclopedia and saying Encarta. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, that's an encyclopedia from the 90s. Yeah. That was the future. I remember that. I remember, I like, looking at postage stamped videos on uh, loading off of the CD-ROM and being excited. And all of National Geographic on, you know, 12 CDs or yeah. whatever. Yep. I had Encarta for a minute. But it was so much less convenient than just walking over to where the encyclopedia was. Right. And so much less comprehensive uh -huh. than the encyclopedia. Mm. Did, but you had an actual encyclopedia at home? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of great, actually. I feel it like was we old. Had... It was like from the 60s or 50s, I think. But it it knew about a lot of things. Did it learn? It didn't. It, it was like, someday we might even go to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, it was right. That would have been cool, though, if it had been, I mean, but Encarta didn't really get patches or anything, did it? Like, because there was... I they, mean, they, they would have to come out with new revisions, right? Yeah, like a new CD-ROM. Well, seriously, really a, a CD-ROM is not that much data. Like, it was a lot of data at the time, because it was like 400 floppy disks or whatever, but yeah. like... Well, you... If it was all text, then it would... It could probably fit the whole encyclopedia. But they, but they were really excited about having, like, videos. Multimedia. Videos and yeah. Pictures. Yeah, which seems like it just chewed up... Yep. Oh man, an entire encyclopedia—the sum total of human knowledge, or mist, or <laughs> mega mega race. I'll take right, mega or race. one seventh of phantasmagoria. <laughs> yeah, we should do phantasmagoria as an assignment. Can you even? I, I would just watch a let's play. Play it. Uh, Actually, I would probably just like see if I could find just raw clips from the game and play them all in order. Mm, I think that I beat. I believe that phantasmagoria was one of the games that my dad just randomly bought mm. and that he beat it. And then when I played it, I was able to just ask him for hints. I had to rub him with a special marker <laughs> to <laughs> reveal the hints a little bit at a time though. Finding the first part to rub was the hardest because he was completely invisible before then. Yep. Well, he had like rectangles tattooed on his, okay. on his chest around <laughs> the answers to <laughs> you get an invisible ink tattoo of of oh my of, god i need to of hints for phantasmagoria on your entire chest that can only be used once <laughs> <laughs> all right this this might be the first idea for a tattoo that i actually want to do In invisiclues yeah yeah i couldn't think of the word invisiclues that was Invisi mm. like how to find frog fractions too <laughs> With the steps on my arm. There might be, like, UV ink tattoos. There are, yeah. That's cool. That you there, just had to share. There, mm -hmm. there was a story, I don't know how apocryphal it is or isn't, but there was a story about the guy who, I, I, I believe, the guy who first perfected or, or figured out how to, how to use well the, uh, the UV ink tattoos uh, going to, like, a tattoo competition 
and he goes up on stage with with his shirt off and he just doesn't have any tattoos and everyone's like what the fuck and he pulls out a black light and shines it on his chest and he has this giant glowing eagle tattooed on his chest (laughs) in black light and blows everybody's minds it'd be handy too because anytime anybody was like investigating the scene of your murder for traces of semen, they would be like, oh, that's a sick eagle tattooed on that corpse. You could just tattoo a semen pattern on your chest. Mm. Why not just to leave confuse the, them. Why not just leave the existing one there? <laughs> well, no, if it's you one that keep you... you refreshing if, it. If it's a it's really, you know, if it's a really cool one. one. Like, yeah. oh, that looks like Batman. You want to remember that one, so you... T- oh, but then like they're just going to think so, Batman was there. to autograph your arm and tattooing <laughs> over it. God. Batman was here. It's <laughs> <That's, laughs> his, his disgusting calling card. See, if he had had parents, they would have told him not to do shit like this. Yeah. He would have known better. Ah. Um, uh, what did you guys do in the two weeks while I was traveling? I, uh, I went to a robot bartending competition. Ooh. Oh. I didn't know it was a competition. You yeah. just said it was a robot bartending thing. <laughs> well, sure. I, I did not stick around for the competition bit. Uh, I didn't really care who won. Did you? Was it? Was it? You had to make drinks for robots. Uh, no, uh, that would have been cool, uh, but it was it was eight different sort of takes on robotic bartending. Some of them were not really robotic, so much as just mechanical. Oh, just like vending machines. Well, like like more like a Rube Goldberg type right. situation. Um, they like were they were inventive, but were there multiple categories of the competition? Which no. was like how would make the coolest cocktail, make the cocktail in the oh. coolest way. There there might have been actually I don't, I don't know I didn't since I didn't stick around I don't know like I could imagine making a, an actual good cocktail could be one category because a lot of them didn't uh, and then uh, like sort of do it in a flashy way or like mechanical soundness like I could imagine a bunch of different categories. There was there was one cool. Uh, method where it was the whole thing was sort of continuously um being driven uh and it was like a treadmill uh and there was there were like little platforms on the the tread tracks and it would sort of move forward and stop move forward and stop and you could affix a card sort of like a metal card to the front of your platform and it would go under spigots and turn certain spigots on Mm. to get your to get your drink into the glass which was clever um, but the problem so with that like one, a music box kind of yeah that, that, yeah yeah exactly. Um, the problem with that one was it only made uh, gin and tonics and rum and cokes, which or rum and tonics. Yeah, or <laughs> well, gin and, you'd, but you have to make those or cards. Gin and rum, or like, right. you know, yeah. Like, yeah. punch an extra hole. Yeah, uh, and then there was one that was like totally robotic, and you would affix your cup to a platform, and the platform would move underneath like 20 different ingredients and get stuff. And then it would come back to the beginning and like a little uh, armature would come down and spin inside the cup to stir it. Um, and that one was was had the, by far the largest sort of library of drinks it can make. But uh, I got like a Sazerac and it was terrible. Mm. Um, there was one that was just, it only made um, Manhattans. Uh, it made them out of bourbon, so you would have been happy. Mm. Um, but it uh, it was just hand-powered crank, and it was just a bunch of different kinds of gearing to, like, get the, the liquid out of the bottles and then put it into a central thing, and then it stirred it um, and then let it out. It was, like, 
it was relatively simple compared to a lot of the other stuff. There was one that was a uh, text adventure based, which was actually <laughs> kind of neat. You had to. The idea was that the 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 robot was a like a robot bartender that you had to talk to and like you would talk about your feelings and your problems and stuff and then and then he would make you drink based on what you. Uh, mm. So it sounds like Eliza then. Yeah, I mean, like kind of, I, was I was imagining like something like Sherldu, where like oh huh you. Or how do you, is that Sherdlu? I forget I which one. Sherdlu. Sherdlu. Yeah. Like something that. I feel like you're the only other person I've ever met who heard of Sherdlu. Oh, we should talk about it on the podcast. I think we, we have. Oh, okay. <laughs> like just the short version is that it was a very early, uh, AI that would, natural language AI that w- could answer questions about, um, Sort of a virtual virtual space with a bunch of objects. There's like a blue cube and a red sphere and a green cone. And And you could answer like, put the green cone on top of the blue cube. How many green things are on top of blue things? Yeah, it can answer questions about the space and it could manipulate the space. And I was thinking something like that for cocktails. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Like how many blue ingredients are in the green glass? The, uh, The best cocktail that I had came from a sort of tiki themed robot uh and it was there was a menu of drinks and then you could pick which so you'd pick a drink and then you would there were like a a a cluster of like figurines and you would pick up the figurine that corresponded to the drink that you wanted and then you would drop it in this sort of um volcano looking thing so you'd like sacrifice it to the volcano (laughs) and there were a little uh i think there was like rfid tags on the uh, in the figurine so it knew which drink you wanted and then you would like pray to the Volcano God, and it would start sort of raining your cocktail down into a cup, which was cool. Um, and that one actually made like really good drinks. I think it's also probably easiest to make sort of tiki drinks, like the rum and, mm. and juice kind of stuff. Um, there was one that was like just effectively like a punch card reader, but with wooden punch cards, and instead of holes, they had uh, sort of screws in them. So there was also like kind of like a music box kind of style thing. Um, it was just, it was all pretty clever. There was somebody who'd retrofitted a Roomba with, uh, just s- some beers and it was just wandering around. <laughs> you could like buy a beer from it. <laughs> so, you know. Was it an honor system or? No, there, there, you had tokens and you could put a token in and then it would like unlock a thing and it'd give you a beer and it would advance the thing to the next mm. one. But it was like Miller Lite. So I. Yeah, no. <sighs> Poor choices. Do Miller High Life if you're going to. If you're gonna do, if you're gonna do a cheap Miller, yeah, sure. or just Miller, they still make Miller, don't they? I, I have no idea. I don't keep track of they don't. any of those things. Uh, I think Miller is an outdated profession anyway. So it's yeah. true. I mean, all of that's done by grain robots now, right? <laughs> then uh, I went to go see Swiss Army Man. Yeah, so did I. Which was it was I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, my my sort of most immediate reaction was like a, after leaving the movie was. Man, the lengths guys have to go to to talk about their feelings. It is a, it's a weird movie. Yes, yes, it is. And it's not like but I don't want to like ruin it for people who haven't seen it if they're going to. It's weird because I don't know. I I really 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 liked it a lot. Amelia like hated it and oh. just like sort of wanted to walk out. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm glad she didn't because I like I probably would have because I'm like yeah okay that's fair that you know. I, I can see why somebody would be unwilling to tolerate this, but yeah. I, I went with Melissa and warned her in advance. I was like, this is a very strange movie. I've, like, I don't know a lot about it, but I know that it is very strange. So if you, if you're not up for it. So is this, go. is this Swiss army man or is it Swiss army man? It's Swiss, Swiss army, army man. man. So basically, uh, Paul Dano is 
stranded on a desert island and the corpse of Harry Potter (laughs) washes up and starts farting enough that Paul Dano is allowed, is able to use it as a jet ski to make it to land. Yeah. Uh, powered by the, by the farts and then starts talking and like l- learns that he has all these other powers. Like if you put a little bit of water in him, a whole lot of water will come out. How, how much of the movie have you described so far? First 15 minutes. Yeah. 15 minutes. Okay. Maybe. Um, cause I could see that being stre- stretched out to like a couple of hours. No, no, this is, very, it's like, it gets right into it. Okay. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's like, it's gross and there's just a ton of farts in it. Like it's a real fart centric <laughs> movie, but, only but, but also a little bit really, but also really, really earnest and not <laughs> like, it's just, yep, this is just a thing. It's not like they don't, it's not played for humor. Hmm. And I can understand why that would really be off putting to someone who like it, it defending this movie to people makes me feel very much the same way that defending Freddy got fingered to people <sighs> makes me feel fundamentally different, but only in the sense that the things in my mind that are good about the movie are not the like playing with entrails and stuff. It's the actual, it's the, the dialogue and the stuff in between. Right. That's just weird. And the things that are good about Swiss army men are not the farts and the, sure. the other farts. That's true. Right. So, it's, so there's a lot of farts, but they're not played for laughs. Well, are, are at you, first, at first, there's a little bit of that, but it's it's not like that's not the point of it. It's like okay. it's like trying to imagine what a corpse could do, and like like that's a thing. Like that's the thing that probably happens. The stuff decomposes in the in a in a corpse, and it like and comes, someone uses it as a jet ski. Well, <laughs> that becomes yeah. Like there's it. It is unclear. It is very unclear in the movie. Like. What's going on the entire time? What's going on? The like, entire time? It, yeah. yeah, and this sounds like a must see. The main, yeah, the main no, char- you should definitely. The, see the main it. character I, I, is like incredibly unreliable narrator and yeah. not a good dude. Like you, like, yeah, is is a creep. But like, yeah, I don't know, man. I like, it, I am not. I'm not going to say that I felt as good. After seeing that movie as I did after seeing Hail Caesar, because I cannot remember ever being like happier leaving a movie theater than after I really? saw Hail Caesar. Huh. Uh, I was also very drunk, which probably helped. <laughs> which one uh, was Hail Caesar? The new Coen Brothers movie with uh, George Clooney with- and okay. yeah. Josh Brolin. I wanted to see that. Is that it's real out? good? No, I doubt if it's in theaters now, yeah. but it's it might be on second DVD run stuff or, or you might be able to get it on Amazon Prime or something yeah. by now. But but yeah, uh, I I would say it's my second favorite movie that I've seen in in the last year or so next to Hail Caesar. Nice. Went to I, I visited Riff. Yep. We had some I we had Gary and I had too many drinks while you had too few. <laughs> yeah. Amelia had just the right number. <laughs> um we I tried to go to the Lovecraft about drinking if I'm gonna be driving. Yeah no, that makes sense. You are a you are a shrewd and rational man. We, we I wanted to go to the Lovecraft bar but there was some event uh, which Gary described as being pitch black and just wall to wall people. So uh. that would not have been conducive to us hanging out. That does not sound like a good time to me. I assume they're all fish people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. They have the dun- the Innsmouth look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Portland was fun. Which um, one? 
Went to the sorry, Portland, Oregon. Which, okay. Uh, we drove to after coming back from Portland, Maine. Um, went to the Tillamook Cheese Factory, which was fine. It's kind of a tourist trap. It was a really nice drive to get there, and we had some free cheese. Did you have? Did you do some cheese shooting? <laughs> no, you'll see. Oh, that would, <laughs> man, that'd be so good if you got to shoot the cheese and then eat the like hot smoking cheese bits. That Ooh. oh wow! If what if you shot them with? Pepper crackers. Pepper yeah, oh, peppers. Yeah. Pepper's probably better. Some, something edible. <laughs> right. So you're not biting down on shot. Wait, that's not... I didn't make that up. There is something about loading a shotgun shell with, like, peppercorns and spices and then shooting something and then cooking it. So that, really? Uh, I know yeah. that I've heard of shotgun shells being loaded with rock salt to be, like, painful but not lethal. Right. Against burglars or whatever. They do, they, somebody gets shot with rock salt in... Kill Bill. Season shot. Shotgun ammo that seasons game birds. Huh. Does it actually, does it like, do you do that instead of using regular shot? Or do you like put regular shot in there as well? And you haven't like defeathered them or anything? So it's just like coating their wings and stuff? No, I mean, if it just hit their feathers, it wouldn't kill them. (laughs) Right? It would just sort of denude them and then they would fall to the ground. I guess that would make it easier to, for your dog to go get them. Right. Or laugh at you when you miss. <laughs> right. He would laugh either way, because haha, naked birds. Ugh. Man, I remember one time my dad went dove hunting and took me with him, and he would shoot the doves, and then it would be my job to go get them and kill them and bring them back. Oh, oh man. That sucked, just like, like pulling their heads off. That was traumatic. It seems like More the, so for the, the worst bit and not the fun bit. Well, yeah. eating them later and biting down on shotgun shot was pretty fun. Yeah, I, I was just thinking about this. Like, th- th- there's no process for removing the shot. Magnets. Yeah. Well, yeah. no. Put I mean, it in an MRI. You'd have to like. I mean, I guess if you like, if you wanted mechanically separated magnets, game bird meat. Yeah, magnets in the centrifuge. Oh yeah. You turn it into a slurry. Mmm, slurry. And this is why the dove is uh, the symbol for peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sick John Woo action. Right. Uh, for every action, there's an equal and opposite Woo action. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's the – maybe that's what's going on. It's like the doves take off. It's like, oh, no more peace around here. And then, like, shooting starts. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Very metaphorical. Those guys don't even want to shoot each other. They just want to shoot the doves <laughs> with their peppercorn-infused shotgun shells. Then they all shoot each other, and they're like, ah, that stings. And it's I'm delicious. getting out my real guns. Yeah, I'm delicious now. Mm. <laughs> Rock salt. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they were the makers of, uh, what, rock band? <laughs> no, rock salt. Uh, never mind. <laughs> I, I would have helped you, but I, yeah, I feel don't. Like- I understood. feel like you had something good going there. In my in gave, my head, yeah. Up on it it was, too early. It was Rockstar did did Grand Theft. Oh, Auto. Grand Theft Auto. Oh, but no. But I was like, but then I wanted to come back to Rock Band. Uh, yeah, it was, no, never mind. Yeah, it's fine. Star okay. Salt. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Star Salt Band. This yeah. is one of your Twitter puzzles, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Hammer at ship. Uh, <clears throat> I so I only played. One video game that I wanted to talk about, but it uh, we've decided we're doing it as the assignment, so I can't talk about it. I guess I did play a 
very, very glacially paced. I'm still playing it right now, in fact, in this tab on my browser. Oh, yeah. Incremental game called Keepcraft, which is one of those, like, civilization building ones, like... Is this the one that, like, you you slowly get more research things and it slowly unlocks additional tabs and stuff, but it takes a lot. There is it, there is a lot of that to it. It's not okay. one that I'd heard of before. Um, I should just stop. I should just close the tab right. In fact, I'm going to close the tab right now. And what not what had anymore. you gotten up to in, in your research? Like, what were you researching? Or what were your, like, latest materials? Uh, nothing interesting, really. Okay. Uh, I had gotten to making planks. Ooh. Oh, okay. And it seemed like all the, there was like a military system that never seemed worth engaging with. There then became like a seafaring system that became like obviously not at all worth interacting with in terms of like what you got out of it. Huh. So I don't really understand why a lot of it exists. And seriously, I'm closing the tab and I'm done. Wow. It. I mean, you can't. You can't win with an idle game. I mean, so why do you start these games, Zach? Well, because sometimes there's something really cool going on in them. Like, even recently, that Crank game that I found was awesome. Okay. Like, it revealed itself over time to be really, really interesting. Yeah, Um, it was unclear. It was very unclear what direction it was going at the beginning and then took a bunch of turns. Yeah, and did a really good job of being surprising and being pretty cool. Yeah. You know, but then, and when it, when it seemed like it was plateauing and I also, you know. It, that one actually has an end. Oh, does it? Yeah. Hmm. It takes a while to get to. And if you don't understand what the condition is for it to be unlocking stuff, it could take a really long time. Mm. Is it like decrypting those things? That, no, no, that has nothing to do that's, with it. That's just oh. the narrative. Which that's is what optional. I would have expected. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. What, what platform is Crank for? Web page. Yeah, it's a web. It's a, it's a web, it's a JavaScript website. Hmm. Like on the internet. Right. They have those sometimes. Um, I continue to play a bunch of Hearthstone. I I finally bought some cards. Really? Yeah. Because oh. I was just tired of like not ever winning anything. <laughs> what'd you, what'd you did, did buy? You, just some regular packs. Just, just like, like a, a packet of... Did you then start winning? Yeah. It, it dramatically... Like I was able to finally make like a, a an actual sort of meta prescribed deck and i actually like started making progress in the like in the ladder the ladder so what, yeah. uh, what, what you're kind saying of is hearthstone is a pay to win game i think you could i think it has been shown that you can do well with some of the like with a couple of decks if you know sort of the whole game but like not knowing the game and then just like sort of making decks on my own and going up against sort of constructed decks that are very well thought out to be destroyers of like sort of shoddy decks was just really dissatisfying. Yeah. Um, and so I just made a Zulok deck because it was cheap. It was something that you could make with very little yeah. resources. A lot of just that one involves a lot of just base cards. Yeah. Um, and the other advantage is that the games are win or lose are over quickly. Uh, See, the other some thing games is, last like half an hour. If you don't want to, if you don't want to generalize, right? You can always like for every pack of cards you open, you can just destroy the ones that like. If you only wanted to play one class, you could play very, very effectively for free by just destroying all of the cards that you got from other classes. Most of the cards in the game are neutral cards. 
Something that I didn't realize until very recently was that all of the neutral cards are creatures. There are no yeah, there are no neutral, neutral spells. spells. Yeah, which I didn't. Which I, it makes sense, I guess. But but it was not. And there are no noticed. neutral weapons either, which was a thing that took me a while to realize. Oh yeah, because okay. they 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 want certain classes to get weapons and certain classes not to. You can get like there are neutral cards that will give you a weapon. Right. Um, How much only, did you end up spending? I think forty dollars. Oh wow. Okay. Because I mean, because I I mean I'd spent like $50 on the game already with getting like the single player content. Mm. So it wasn't that like, I'm not averse to giving them money. I was, I'm just, I wanted to see what it was like to play it more or less sort of the free game after having done the like sort of single player stuff. Yeah. And yeah, for whatever reason, it is way more fun now. Sure. So yeah, for whatever reason, paying for single player content feels a lot less gross to me. You still get cards. Like I had more cards than some people because I played paid for those single player content things, which which meant that like there were some decks that were viable, but not like I never had all of the cards I needed to do like the sort of like I don't know deck list kind of stuff that's out there. Right. And like the the couple of the decks that I would like to play because they seem really interesting are there's still like ten thousand dust away which is probably three or four hundred dollars worth of cards wow yeah and but, so but you just get it eventually you do and i mean that's the but by then more sets will have come out and yeah old, old cards will have gone out of rotation and so like i don't know yeah I, I don't know it it's fine it's just it's just weird it's it's weird coming into it when everybody else who's been playing has probably been playing for a long time and sort of has Built up their stable of basic cards. Yeah. yeah. Even, even the ones who aren't paying. There are cards that I get from packs sometimes. Like, yeah. oh, wow, I didn't realize I didn't even, I've never had this card. And, like, it's unusual if a deck requires an epic for me not to have it at this point. Oh, yeah. See, I don't, there's a lot of epics that I don't have. Like, there's four tiers of rarity. Each pack that you get has at least one of the second tier. Um, every, at least every 10 packs, you'll get one of the third tier. Oh. And at least every 40 packs, you get one of the I didn't know this was every tier. 10 packs. Would... I didn't either. I mean, that's what Nightball says. I trust that he knows. Okay. Huh. So, like, they 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 enforce some, like, rare rare cards in, in, like, packs. But you have to, you know, to get 40 packs takes probably six weeks. You think it's six weeks? Yeah, if you do, if you do the daily quests every day, I bet you get about a pack a day. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe a maybe a pack every other day. So maybe it would take. But yeah, I mean it's 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 a bunch of time. Um But it, you know, the the idea is that it's it's there to be a, a game that you play for a long time, right? You get it's a free a, pack every week just by playing the tavern brawl and yeah. winning one and it's We uh, we should have done that recruit a friend. I want like sick Murloc hero that you can get I think it only takes about an hour if you just make a different account and play. Yeah, but I don't... You don't want to do that? I w- it would feel wrong to me. I would feel like I was defrauding Eric Dodds. <laughs> well, you can see if you can recruit a uh, Video Games Hot Dog listener then. Oh, yeah. Anybody In the show wanted. notes, put your, put your like, recruit a friend link. <laughs> yeah. God, what if I recruit 50 friends? Do I get like a bunch of that Murloc Shaman guy? I think, I think for, hey, up, until, up to five, you get a free pack of cards for every friend. Oh, that plays. I would not use, I don't think, uh, that hero if I did unlock it because Thrall is my boy. <laughs> um, 
I had a little Megablox thrall that used to sit on my desk. Oh, yeah? That I got at a BlizzCon. with some promotional Megablox minifig of thrall. Um, I got to play Tacoma at the Fulbright offices, which was cool. I can't really talk about it, but I'm psyched for that game. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. I met Steve Gaynor, finally. He's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. At our So we demoed West of Loathing at, in Portland. The week before Zach was in Portland. Yeah. <laughs> or while Zach was in Portland. A Maine. different Portland, yeah. How'd that go? It was great. It was a lot of fun. We had about 30, 40 people come through and play. Um, just a bunch of people still have never heard of Kingdom of Loathing or anything and sit down and are into it. So That's exciting. Yep. Hopefully it is not a dr- dramatic failure. <laughs> yeah. You know, it won't be a failure because we'll have made a good video game. Sure. That's true. Something we can all be proud of. Okay. Unless I fuck it up. Yeah, don't fuck it up. I definitely will. Okay. I'm definitely going to fuck it up. I've already decided. <laughs> okay. So long as you haven't decided exactly how, the future is still open. Or when, yeah. That's a rock-solid defense mechanism. <laughs> yeah, just burning your own house down. De- yeah. Declaring it immediately. <laughs> this is going to be a failure. I don't feel bad for failing because I did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. That's why I never showered when I was a teenager. Yeah. So that you wouldn't that's feel not literally true, but okay. <laughs> so you wouldn't feel weird about, so you wouldn't be self-conscious about like BO because you were deciding to have it. Yeah. Just lean that's, right into it. Yeah. So that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I, I kind of embarrassed myself on purpose a lot so that other people couldn't when I was hmm. in like grade school. Right. So it worked. Made me a well-adjusted, cool guy. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Fake it until uh, you get to embarrass yourself. On, <laughs> fake without, it until without fake it until you leave rural Illinois, <laughs> and you don't need to anymore. <laughs> oh man. Play anything else? Uh, I got the got Necrodancer on my phone. Nice. The the like mobile version of Necrodancer. Hadn't and you already kind of plumbed those depths? Yeah, but I wanted to see what it was like on a phone, hmm. uh, and it's fun. It, yeah. The controls are a little weird, uh, but uh, this caused me to look into like phone controllers. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna go. It's cool that they gave like try. three different options for it. Wh- what did you end with, up going with? Uh, I think uh, right now I'm still doing swipe to move and. Uh, touch the icons yeah. to activate them. That's what I use on the iPad, but there, I mean, there's plenty of real estate on the iPad, so... I don't what know are the other alternatives? Phone. There's virtual D-pad and... It's like tap the uh, edges? Yeah, tap the edges, which yeah. is... There's th- like three buttons on each edge, which is right, left, and both sides have an up and down, so it's easier to do combos and stuff. Oh, huh. Um, which is not terrible, but it is it is a little weird. Yeah. Um, but swipe to move feels really good. Yeah, it's it's not bad at all. Uh, I'm gonna try. I I I ordered a gamepad, like a control a controller to like put my phone into. I'm gonna see what that's like. Um, because I've been curious about that for a long time, and I'm, like it seemed so obvious to me, like a thing that should exist, mm-hmm. and I was really surprised that they just weren't made really. And now that now like now that Steve Jobs is not in charge. Uh, there's a lot less resistance to it, I think. And so there's a bunch of products on the market now. And now that Johnny Cash isn't overcharging for them. (laughs) Right. And (laughs) now that 
<laughs> what was it? It was Cash hope. Jobs and Hope. Was there somebody named Bob Hope? Hope? Oh, Bob Hope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. Uh, what else? I did not play any Pokemon Go. Yeah, I played enough of it so that I would know what the fuss was all about and just determined that it was not for me even a little bit. And it's like all the confusingness of ingress with all of the, I don't give a shit about Pokemon of Pokemon. (laughs) I've been playing the hell out of it, but I, I, I really just enjoy walking. Like I, I like just going out and walking around places and listening to music or podcasts or whatever. But I also suffer from, an overabundance of inertia. <laughs> so if I don't have a specific reason to go outside and take a walk, I just won't and sit right. on the computer instead. So yeah, this, this is a been, good trick. Yeah. This has been a really good way to just like the past two mornings I've been getting up at 9am and walking for two hours and it's been great. It's been a lot of fun and I enjoy collecting these weird little monsters and, the, uh, have you been getting out there and meeting people? I have not really been meeting people. I've been I've seen a few people. Uh, yeah, but there the, has the really Bay Area been... is really lousy with Pokemon Go players. Yeah, like I I are they really bad? They're lousy. It's I, lousy I, with lousy. I, I, it's just Pokemon a word players. people use. <laughs> there was a New York Times article that I saw linked to today that was about Unity, and it was Unity, the company that made the engine for Pokemon Go, <laughs> right. recently Whoa. got another round of hundreds of millions of dollars in funding. That's damn. <laughs> probably why. Pikachu <laughs> has a Wall Street Journal stipple portrait. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a very interesting week. <laughs> is, is that like a Hollywood Walk of Fame it's, star? It's kind of like, like a badge of honor. It's like, yeah. you know, important politicians get them and like you know when when you're a writer and you get your wall street journal stipple portrait that's like a big deal or whatever it seems like you could just like a photoshop filter would probably also be able to bestow that honor on you sure or i mean if you had a stippler i hope your stippler's not a tippler or you'd get your stipple portrait all blurry (laughs) if you're really adamant about the way it needs to look my great grandmother's, uh, my maternal, maternal great grandmother's last name was Stip. Okay. There was never a Stipple portrait of her. That you know of. That's true. Maybe she was the Stippler. Mm. Oh, is that a Batman villain? <laughs> Don't Stip the Stippler. <laughs> <laughs> so, Riff, can you explain how does this video game work? My experience of it was just there are cubes spinning on a map and you can go to them and then there's a like a Google Street View caliber photograph of a mural that used to be there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you spin that around and you get some balls and maybe an egg. Yeah. Uh, and then you find the Pokemans and you catch them in balls. There's a lot of poorly explained numbers about them. But and it also poorly explained circles. But it eventually gets to be some kind of a multiplayer territory control game? So there are gyms, which are like the Pokestops that you just uh, that you just described, except they're rarer, and I'm not sure what determines whether a place... Like, there are some places that are gyms, which makes sense. Like, the, the big uh, Paul Bunyan statue here in Portland is a 
is a pokey gym. But then I've seen others that are just here's a random restaurant that happens to have a gym. Yeah. My hypothesis sure the... Yeah, my hypothesis is that this is all data from Ingress. Yeah, and it is definitely all they Ingress just, data. That they picked like the most popular portals to be oh, the gyms. Okay, that makes sense. Not just like any restaurant where somebody named Jim works there. Yeah, yeah or or Jim. <laughs> okay. Anything with any restaurant that exclusively serves jam. Yeah. <laughs> that would be one way to do it. But, uh, and then the way the gyms work is once you get to level five, you get to pick a faction, either red, blue, or yellow. Uh, and blue is obviously the best choice. And, um, if your team owns that gym at the moment, meaning, well, okay, at the beginning of the game, before anybody owed anything, owned anything, the gyms were just neutral. So the first person there gets to claim it. And they claim it by taking a Pokemon from their inventory and sticking it in that gym. And then it's... Do, do you lose that Pokemon? Yes. Then? Well, temporarily. It's, it's, still in, it's still listed in your inventory, but it's got a little icon next to it showing that it's away. And it stays in that gym. And if a friendly player subsequently comes up to that gym, they can train their Pokemon against your Pokemon and sort of a little, uh, it's like an action battle. It's like tap to attack, swipe to dodge. It's real simple, but, but it's, it's definitely a little actiony mini game. And if they, if they win the training, or if they lose the training, nothing happens, basically. If they win the training, then the gyms, um, I forget what the stat is called, but let's say honor increases. And at certain marks, more slots open up in the gym so that more people can stick Pokemon in the gym. And the gym is then better defended because when an enemy player comes along, they can attack the gym and try and reduce its honor. And if they reduce its honor all the way back to zero, then everybody has been kicked out of the gym and it becomes neutral again, whereupon that player can put one of their Pokemon in there and claim it for their faction. And that's, that's basically what the multiplayer back and forth is of it now, is, is claiming and then retaking and breaking open and attacking these gyms. So last night at like around 10.30, a couple of a April's relatives came by um, and we all went out. This was their idea. Uh, we all went out like in the middle of the night to a nearby gym and apparently you can all attack it at once. I didn't realize this. Like in, when you are fighting a gym, you can all be fighting the same hmm. Pokemon and attacking it at the same time. I guess um, that makes sense because restrictions, trying, trying to prevent that from happening would be a tricky Right. Race Although kind of I thing. would have assumed like that it was it would be four independent battles, but it wasn't. It was uh Oh. Yeah. Oh really? It was all of you were all, all your guys draining the, the same, same HP screen? pool. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you could you could see them attacking oh, as well wow. on your screen. Huh. Yeah. Oh that um, man, th okay. 
Because I, I was in a gym battle earlier today, and there was a Snorlax standing there at the side kind of watching. And I was like, <laughs> I, I thought it was Why is he I, there? I thought it was a guy on, because I have a Snorlax on my team. And so I thought that it just randomly popped in as a spectator somehow. But I guess, oh, I guess it was yeah. another player that happened to be nearby. Would spe- spectator would be a good name for a Pokemon that was like a very <laughs> small potato. <laughs> uh, also, after we took the gym back... Um, the person who had previously owned it showed up like a few minutes later uh, with, with like, like with it was this, it was well, with his like, mom. My mom oh. is going to beat me if I lose control of this gym. <laughs> I can't believe you guys did this to me. It, it was this like 15 year old kid who at first we thought he was on the phone, like talking about what he was doing in the game. But I'm pretty sure he actually just talks to himself while he's playing the game all oh, the no. time, <laughs> which is pretty cute. And we, we warned him about the skunks. The real life skunks. Okay. Yeah, don't try and catch those. <laughs> right. It was a super weird, like, just a. It reminded me of when people gather in common areas after earthquakes. Mm, yeah. Of just like you just suddenly people like have an excuse to be together for a moment. Elevators. Uh, th- those aren't as cool because you're not sharing an experience. Well, I guess you are sharing an experience. It's just a <laughs> shitty one. Okay. And when I'm in there, you're sharing the experience of getting to smell my cool farts. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you have especially cold farts? Only in elevators. <laughs> I save them. It's got it's that's got kind of a long cool down. So <laughs> you you save up those rolls of like wintergreen lifesavers and just fart through them. <laughs> yeah, and if you do it in the dark, it makes sparks. <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> it's it's cheaper than a, than a flint and steel for starting fires. And then, <laughs> this game is a super interesting cultural phenomenon to me. Yeah, um, it's it like, is absolutely I, everywhere. People I are had, talking about it. When I played the beta, it just made no impression on me at all. Huh. Um, and what I was missing apparently was being surrounded by millions of other people doing it at the same time. How long do you think that this is going to go on? That's a really good question. Another, I don't yeah, know. I like another week or two. I don't, yeah, certainly it's not going to be yeah, like the it's density. It's not going to continue to be in the news and all. So there'll be, there'll be a large number of people that'll drop off, but I think it's, it's interesting enough of a thing. And there's obviously going to be more coming. They've already started talking about some features they want to add and stuff. So there's basically no single player. Like you just can't you can, level up your guys without finding a no. You can gym totally that's controlled yeah. by somebody on your no. You can totally team. just collect and yeah, level, level collect your Pokemon. Every every time you capture a Pokemon, you get Stardust I, and the candy of that Pokemon, and that's how the Pokemon are leveled. The yeah. the the stuff you do in gyms uh, gives you personal trainer xp but it doesn't affect the pokemon that you use to battle with i see so yeah if you're just if you're just leveling your trainer um the the higher your trainer level uh well as your trainer level goes up you unlock some new items available like better quality pokeballs and stuff but also the higher your trainer level the more powerful pokemon appear for you to catch okay but you as far as i know you can I think you don't even need to pick a faction. I think you could, if you didn't want to engage with the multiplayer yeah, at all, you could, you just, could just uh, ignore that. Yeah, and and which I mean, if you live in an extremely rural or country area, you may not have much other option but, than just playing. Yeah, the but you never get game. to 
fight anything. Like the fighting the fight only happens in the gym. Yeah, the, right. there's no like wild. You don't fight there's the no, wild Pokemon. There's no PVE. Right. Is that right. the case in in the JRPG? And they you fight them when you encounter them in. The oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's very games, different. Yeah, yeah. Why do you suppose they don't? I think because it would be too much just, of an interruption walking. I think it would. Yeah, it's, it, the the like gym the, game is difficult to do walking around. I always have to lean up against a wall or find a bench to sit on if I'm going to do that. Yeah, I think it's just a pacing thing. Yeah. I think they want you to be able to do that while you're moving around. They also don't require you to like rem- you have to be within range of the Pokemon to start the capture. But once you do that, uh, you don't have to remain in range. You can keep walking. Oh, I see. So you can walk around until you find some funny place for it to be and then take a screenshot. Yeah, I yeah. believe so, yeah. That's the other okay. really fun thing about this is that's, they look that's so another good thing in, that, the, in the AR photos. That's it's another thing so that like fun. I did not – it didn't even occur to me in the beta to take a f- funny picture – screenshot of a Pokemon in a place. They, I don't know. The ones that I – the four that I saw just looked like glaringly – yeah, no, the, the the screenshots that you see people post, I'm sure, are, like, very carefully posed. <laughs> I got a really good one today of a of an Oddish uh, standing in front of a guy in blue jeans and a green shirt, such that the blue lower blue part of the Oddish was over the guy's jeans and the green upper part was over his shirt, so it looked like he was trying to hide against this guy. Oh, that's cool. It was pretty funny. Pretty funny tweet, Riff. Yeah, thank you. You've been playing anything besides that, Riff? Um, I have started learning how to pick locks. That's sort of a physical, real-world game. Sure. Like when you go to a bagel shop with a good selection? <laughs> yes, you, you want to make sure you get the right one. And you do that by pulling out a little tension wrench and a little curved pick, and you wedge that into... Uh, into the the hole in the center of the bagel. Did you get uh, like a single tumbler lock to practice with, or I I ha- I have um, I've got a bunch of like cheap master locks and some slightly more expensive locks, and then I splurged on a thing that is a a uh, a seven pin lock plug that is. Uh, what's the word I want? Threaded with like screws in the top so that you can. To change yeah, the so that you can change the, the springs pins. and the pins without totally having to dismantle the entire thing. And so, yeah, that does work as you can have a, a one-pin lock if you want, and you can make that pin be one of a couple kinds of security-type feature pins if you want just to practice, like, one so, serrated pin over and over and things like that. I don't want to make you testify against yourself, but like, is it legal to do this where you are? Yes. Uh, okay. It is, there are very few states where it's not legal to uh, to buy and and own lockpicks. There are a couple states, and I can't name them off the top of my head, but there are a couple states because where, that would be illegal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, knowing there, it is there, legal. There's a couple states where just owning lockpicks is presumption of intent to to commit a crime but right. in but in most places they're legal just like a crowbar is legal you just have to not commit a crime with that or you'll be in extra trouble but uh yeah it's it's interesting because it's like i don't know it's like a physical type puzzle of varying 
difficulties and there's definite skill involved that you can personally level up in. And also the fact that it's, it's something that occupies your hands, but it doesn't occupy your eyes. So you can do uh, it while you're watching a movie or whatever. You can do it while you're checking to see if the cops are there uh, yes. looking at you doing it. You can it. do it while you're looking over your shoulder down the mouth of the alley. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it while you're peeping into some woman's bedroom window as she's changing clothes <laughs> because you obviously don't care about rules or decency or boundaries. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that does sound like you. <laughs> yeah. Riff, you've always been a real daredevil. That's a true. Real, uh, it's true. I'm, I'm thinking ahead. I want to. I I want to make sure, like when the apocalypse happens, nobody's going to need nobody's going to need pun writers. <laughs> I need at least <laughs> one useful skill so that whatever whatever desert spike car gang I end up with will have a reason to keep me around. <laughs> so, do you think you'd be able to fashion a lockpick out of a Paperclip? Uh, paperclip is probably not, is probably too bendy. You'd need a really good one. But I mean, mm. it's the sort of thing where like, if I were in that situation where this was coming up regularly, I'm sure I would have a little belt pouch full of little bits of metal I'd found on the ground that I could have shaped into lock picking tools. Spring steel Spring from steel. Street, street sweepers. sweepers. Yeah. 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 That's, that's like the, the most ideal material because you can... They're not going to be street sweepers in the apocalyptic future. Well, there are. They'll be overturned, and you can just go grab some spring steel from their brushes without having to, like, wait for a ground score. Uh, I was just imagining, like, a chimney sweep, like a guy with a broom. Uh Oh. (laughs) (laughs) They probably have chimney sweeping machines now. They probably do, actually. Yeah, they have, like, things that they have uh, robot buggy whippers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I st- I've continued to play a bunch of Imbroglio. Oh, yeah. 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 Are you enjoying it? Yes. Yeah. I still think it's really fun. It's a cool game that you can play while you're listening to a podcast. I would never play Necrodancer on my phone, I don't think. Because, because I, you always want to listen yeah, to podcasts. I always want to yeah. listen to podcasts. Yeah, yeah playing the game. Yeah. Yeah, I tried playing, uh, I tried playing Necrodancer with no sound and... <laughs> It is basically impossible for me. I guess, I mean, mm. there is that one character, the, that that other character the, you get from the The bard. Story. Yeah, bard, who you could do that with. Sure. That's the only way I ever played that game. Was just barding it up. Yeah. Then you wouldn't need the music. You could listen to a podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It just becomes like a roguelike. It's, I think it's still pretty fun. Yeah. As, as a roguelike with no beat element. It looks real pretty. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Jim? Hmm. Um, so last we saw our hero, he was, he ran away from the, uh, the second half of the Forbidden Woods in Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. So I went back in there. The Forbidden Woods is, is basically the worst place. Okay. Yeah. It's real big. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. That's, I mean, why? It's not like the everyone should go here woods. Like, <laughs> yeah. They tried to tell you. Yeah, they did, and I didn't listen. Do you have to go there? Yeah, you do. Um, yeah, you do. Th- yeah. I'm pretty sure you do. You do. Um, but I made you it through there, and then I got to... I, I, right, I it's, it's a similar place, yeah. Hemwick Chartle Lane? Hemwick Charnel Lane. Charnel, like, meat house? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Um, 
I got then I got to Bergenworth, which nice. was the new worst place. <laughs> it's very small. Um, oh, I forgot to tell you guys that I went to a restaurant opened by Mark Wahlberg called <laughs> Wahlburgers. Okay, that's almost as good as Cronenberger. Oh. And it was it was awful that we tried to get we went there for breakfast because it was the only place in the airport at like six in the morning that was open and they were like we're on the lunch menu because we ran out of eggs i'm like i don't know why that means you couldn't make like the oatmeal or whatever but i had the sense that if i had asked her she would have said we're on the lunch menu because mark Wahlberg has a limited (laughs) ability to set policy about i like it was it was bad. It was that's not going to take off. A bad 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 burger. The food was not good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had yeah. hot dogs and they fucked them up. They wow. How do you fuck up a hot? I dog? Went, okay. okay so the way they dogs. serve lobster rolls and the way that they serve everything that comes on a bun in Maine seems to be like they take like a little like a a slice of a loaf, a thick slice of a loaf of bread that's not that much shorter than a normal loaf of bread. And then they cut a little slit in top and put the hot dog on it. So it's just like a hot dog with four times as much bun as a hot dog normally has, which that's not what you want. It's not what I want. Maybe I would rather have a hot dog with no bun. Maybe you're supposed to like just bite as much bread as you want and leave the rest. Yeah, it could be. That's what I did. I mean, I just tore off most of the bread. I went to a slider place and I when I went up to the cash register to order... They explained that I would have to wait like 45 minutes because they'd just gotten a really big order. And it didn't even occur to me to like to, to ask this person, well, maybe you could just take my small order and make it while you're making the other one. Yeah. Or like, give, like, give me the oldest of the burgers that you in this huge. Anyway, like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, place, certain places don't know how to be flexible. Yeah. Like, presumably, if the manager had been there, I could have explained, like, well, you can make yeah, two orders if, at if, once. If, you, it, if you'd been able to to deal with anybody who was being paid to make any kind of decision, right? You, it could have been sorted out, yeah. Or if we valued, you know, professions enough to allow smart people to have the kinds of jobs that would, yeah, like, allow, but, allow things that are not dignified to operate. Uh-huh. With something other than just like corporate ruthlessness driving that, like that—that that would be nice. Yeah. The saddest thing about the call, like the call center job that I had, it was not a terrible job, but man, all of the people who were in charge were people who like couldn't get a better job than working at a call center for like fifteen years, and so they got promoted to being management, and it was it was terrible. <laughs> just like. I may have told this story before, but there was, there was a time when I went in and I like for, for like a week, I would go in and there weren't enough headsets. There was a big pile of headsets that might be broken and there weren't enough headsets for the number of people that were supposed to be on shift until some more people went off shift. So they would just be like, sit here for an hour (laughs) until there's a headset available. I'm like, some of these work, right? Like instead of just sitting here for an hour, can I take this box of headsets to one of the stations that's not being used and just call the guy at the front desk and say, Hey, can you hear me? I can hear you. And then determine that the headset works so that I don't have to just 
like sit here with my thumb up my ass for an hour. Like you're, you're not getting any value out of me and I'm bored as shit. Like, the, the, well, you'd have to get like a special project dispensation to d- <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Like the fact that the answer to that wasn't Im- immediately. Yes. Just means that this is like not a job for somebody who's going to get annoyed at inefficiency or right. Frustrated bureaucracy, frustrating bureaucracy. Nothing worse than a petty tyrant in an office <laughs> situation. But I showed them. I just got my calls done real quick and then went and smoked a cigarette while my phone was still pretending that I was on the call. <laughs> so I was supposed to get one break a shift and I'm like, yeah, 30 is pretty close to one. It's a good trick. And then I quit. Sorry. You sure showed them. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. Sorry, people who needed help in their Cadillacs. Yeah, this... The, the one intelligent person in the office is leaving. There were others. They just didn't care. Sure. The person who cares about efficiency is leaving. Yeah. Uh, so Bergenworth was the new worst place. Mm-hmm. And then I got to Yargul Unseen Village. Oh, nice. Which became the worst place. Did, did you did And that's you where I am now, in the worst place in the world. Did you happen to... Or did you get uh, there the, the long way? I believe it was the... Well, I, I don't know the difference. I Did, got there were after... Were you surprised to suddenly be there? <laughs> oh, I've done that before, too. Okay. Yeah. What's what's that? Are, are you so, trying to avoid spoiling yeah, something kind of, interesting? I mean, there, the, there is a special event that could possibly occur. You can basically... You can be rendered to Syria, basically. Like, oh, suddenly I'm in this terrible other place. Well, except that, like... Yeah. There's an, there's an enemy that's un, that's surprisingly tough that when you are, when you are killed by it, you wake up in jail instead of waking up at the lamp, which mm, is the equivalent of the bonfire. Anyway. Is that does that only happen I think once? It only happens once. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, is that like uh, is that useful for sequence breaking or anything? Uh, it's no, it's intended. It's yeah. it's intended that you explore that area because mm-hmm. the when you get back to that area via a more normal route, things have changed. Yeah, yeah. Is Bloodborne out on PC? No, it's yeah, it's owned it by Sony. So, be, yeah. PS4 yeah. only forever. That yeah. sucks. It's like Uncharted. Yeah. Last of Us, I think, is in that. There was rumbling that they might finally release Red Dead Redemption on PC. I've heard people asking for that for years. Yeah, I mean, I want it. I would actually like, play that game if I could play it with a keyboard. <laughs> I know, it's terrible. It's too hard to it's drive a horse without a... <laughs> the problem that I had with Red Dead Redemption was being able to, like, walk yeah. through doorways and stuff. What about, with a horse? like, would yeah. there be special, like, horse reins controllers? Like, instead Ooh. of a steering wheel? Oh, like the Nintendo horse bag. Oh, yeah. Would there be special clawed reins controllers? <laughs> oh, yeah, but you couldn't see them. Um, He was in The Invisible Man. I don't. Yeah, I, I didn't get it because I don't actually know who Claude Rains yeah. is. I just know the name. <laughs> anyway, my, my point is that I'm just making things worse for myself, and I don't know. By like, to is play this ever is this ever going to get better? <laughs> like, I don't. I don't know if my life is ever going to get better from here. Um, I'm also playing. Uh, actually, Riff, why don't you tell me? Like, how about the next level after Yar Ghoul Unseen Village? Am I going to just regret existing? Um, let's see. I'm not sure I remember what comes after that. 
Uh, I've been avoiding the Nightmare Frontier because it's also the worst place. Nightmare Frontier is not a. Gr- I mean, it looks cool, but it's it's kind of a pain in the ass. It's uh, Nightmare Frontier is also wholly optional, I believe. Okay. But I think the second time you go to Yarhagul. Right. Okay. So after you beat the actual boss of Yarhagul and not just the fuzzy guy you might have run into the first time. <laughs> um. Yeah, you will go to uh you will go to a place that's not unlike the Nightmare Frontier except there's a big big building there and that is somewhere you have to go. But the boss in there is super cool. So it's it's worth it. Have you done uh, any of the DLC yet? No, I haven't done any of that. The DLC is super good. Okay. I've also been playing um Until Dawn which is an adventure game that looks like it, like in the marketing, it looks like it's trying to be a survival horror game. Oh, is that the one that's that's David Cage like? It is like that. Okay, yeah, I've heard I've good been, things yeah, about it. I really wanted to play it, but again, it's yeah. a thing that will never come out on PC, apparently. So. Yeah, um, it is a story about eight teenagers who all like spend their entire time like fucking each other over. You know what the best thing or about try, teenagers is? Or, <laughs> or try, 18 of them. <laughs> like being shitty to each other or trying to fuck each other or both. You're um, agers? <laughs> and it's the, best, it's the best thing about them. I stay the same age. They keep getting... No. <laughs> and it started out like... Uh, um, Oxen free in that I just hated every character, mm-hmm. but unlike, unlike Oxen yeah, free, he's going to die. <laughs> so right, well, there's that, but also unlike Oxen free, I could play this in front of the exercise bike ah. and like get a workout while playing this terrible game at the same time. And the game actually turns out to not be terrible. It actually does some pretty clever, interesting things with storytelling and game mechanics. Um, it has the uh, the system from Walking Dead where decisions you make uh, are have a reasonably significant effect on the story, and they actually have like a when you pause the game, you can flip through like here's the the ways enumerated in which your your uh, decisions affected the story. So in case you missed like oh, huh. like apparently one of the problems with uh, uh, David Cage's games is that. This this the story the choices are so well integrated that people think it's a linear game, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so like, no, you shove it shove it in your face using terrible UI to let people know that it's uh you're actually making choices. And I I remember like the these they're just the most infuriating characters, and it's 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 definitely different from a horror movie in that you are expected to you you play every one of them it like changes perspectives all the time and um and so you get to be all the shitty people and i found myself empathizing with them not at all like you're supposed to feel bad for the people who bad things are happening to presumably mm-hmm. but because they were anyway anyway like i'll, I'll give you an example this is partly on me uh, but there was a situation where like the two worst people in the game 
Uh, one of them was like dangling from a railing over a ravine and yelling at the other person to help her. And he's like, I'm trying to think of how to help you. And she's like, don't think, just help me, you idiot. You know, just like terrible, like people being shitty to each other, even a life and death situation. Right. And then the game gave me the choice of like, either help, you can help her or you can accuse her of cheating. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was like, okay, I'm go, I'll go down this road. And we ended up having this three minute conversation while she's like dangling by her arms. Like if I saw you kiss Mike (laughs) and, and then the game asked me like, the the question was jump to safety or help Emily. And I picked jump to safety and the character says, I'm going to jump to safety and figure out how to help you. And she's like, no, just help me. And then it asked me again, like it really wanted me to help Emily for some reason. And I picked jump to safety. And finally he actually did. It wasn't like a, but thou must situation. Unfortunately, that would have been hilarious. Hmm. Um, but, uh, did she fall? Uh, yeah, she did. And die? Um, well, it's implied, but you don't actually see it happen, which means she didn't. Okay. <laughs> you don't see a body. Which right. means she's in the, she's in the second season. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I mean, if you hate all these characters, it seems like it would be perfectly possible to do a kill all these assholes run, right? Uh-huh. Yep. But you can do it more than once because that the, the people like you think are dead the first time usually turn out not to be dead. <laughs> So you can kill them as many times as you like. Yeah, I mean, but but it is actually in in terms of storytelling, it does interesting things. I I am entertained cool. by this uh by this game. And looking back on Oxenfree, I bet I would have like like skimming through a let's play. I bet I would I would have been entertained by that if I could had kept going. I found it I found it pretty entertaining. There was there was a bunch of. I think I would have liked I, I would have cool. liked Oxenfree yeah. a lot more if it had done more like um uh uh uh, uh what was that other one we played just the other week uh, Life is Strange Yeah if it was if yeah. like if in like Life is Strange if the weird stuff had started happening immediately I mean it was that it that would starts immediately after better. the beach, which I think is where all of you guys stopped playing. Yeah, yeah. That, which is the like beach was half so an hour long. in, and then like one one we, no, one weird like half thing an hour. Happened. That was that and was agreeing with you, it Kevin. Was another <laughs> half an hour of of more walking and nothing happening. Whereas Life and Strange had stuff happening like in very quick succession, and the downtime was very short. It and I also had to do the free. the beach thing was interminable, and I had to do it twice because of sure. a bug, which then I would have had to do it a third time if I had gone to play it again. And so sure. it's like, yeah. Apparently, Oxenfree got some new content, but I think you probably have to play through it <laughs> to find it, right? Because it, unless it's like a prequel or a, or stuff that happens afterwards or something. Or like one of the characters is just wearing a slightly different shirt. Right. <laughs> That's the DLC. Yeah. It's just, it's just iconic, a shirt that says DLC on it. His iconic hat. <laughs> I downloaded the DLC and all I got was a stupid t-shirt. Mm-hmm. You get that DLC from that Andrew Plotkin game. Yeah. Right. That's the, just the certificate that says you won't look at any spoilers. It's like <laughs> no, that, 30 bucks. I thought that was really clever. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was too. I mean, that's basically a way for people who really like him to give him extra money. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that seems great because it's like it got a little bit of press. Like it was a cool stunt. I hope that Hadian Lands is actually selling 
on Steam. Yeah. Yeah, I need to try playing that again. I got really badly stuck right at the beginning when I tried the first time. Yeah, I didn't uh I didn't spend too much time with it. I, I just thought of something else I wanted to bring up about until dawn. Throughout the game there are these sort of quick time event things that aren't actually timed where like a character will walk up you walk up to something as the character and you push X to interact with it and then an animation plays where the character like raises up a hand and it becomes this like perfectly still claw and you have to push R2 to make him actually reach out and grab the thing and then you can either let go of R2 and then it plays that animation backwards and it becomes the claw again or you can move the stick to like move the lever or like rotate the object to face the camera so you can see what you picked up and it's just every interaction with every object in the game becomes this like oh now i'm controlling Stage this like thing. this remote control robot on mars huh. <laughs> um and there was this cutscene where two characters are making out and <laughs> one of the characters arms. lifted up his hand and then froze because there was a loud noise somewhere else but it really looked like i was supposed to push r2 to grab her breast <laughs> That's that's the whole story. You that was the though? No, no, it was it wasn't it, he froze bec- like as the character, the character froze because of a loud noise. Right, but did you try hitting R2? Uh no, I didn't. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean I I it, well it always takes me a second to realize, "Oh, right, I have to push R2 now." And by then it had moved on. What's R2? Is that the one where you click down the joystick? Oh god, that's, that's the worst. That's the worst button. Um but no, R2 is the right trigger. If you've used the 360 pad and if you haven't, it's the, the button under your middle finger, not the bumper, but the trigger. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, uh, you know, something else that I've been playing and we should have, we should probably mention this to listeners in case they want to do this and get a sense of it. Uh, We've been playing Metroplexity. Uh, somebody suggested it as an assignment and it is a game like Kingdom of Loathing in a lot of ways where there's a sort of, there's a daily energy system and, uh, it's all just sort of text choice based. Um, so we've all been playing that so that we can actually talk about it at some length when we do do it as an assignment, because it takes more than a week to get a sense of it. Um, when is rollover in that game? I don't know. Cause I, I feel like I've been ending up playing every other day because I will go back to it and not have any more energy. Expect even though it's the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It is friendly. It, it does a, a, a nice thing that KOL does not do, which is that if you, like in KOL, if you don't eat or drink in a day, you just lose that potential. And in this, it builds up over time. Like you can go four days without playing and you haven't lost anything. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I thought I had assumed days. that like my 40 body and 40 hunger was just, oh, this game just really lets you play a lot in one day. No, you just recover 10. I of thought each, it was 20. Maybe, maybe, or maybe it was 20. Maybe it's only two days, but yeah, it's, I think you recover 10 of each per day. Okay, so then maybe that's just an artifact of me ending up skipping a day or something. Yeah. Huh. It's There is a lot more going on narratively than there appears to be mm. in it. Like, it is worth looking at the wiki if for no other reason than to see, like, wow, there were a lot of ways that could have gone huh. based on 
my Because I've been playing it blind, and it's just baffling in a lot of ways. Yeah. So it doesn't do a good job of telegraphing which things are important and which things aren't. You right. Know? But are we are we talking about this game now? We could no. like do this. We could do this every week for we a should, month. We should save it. Okay. I think because it, it should it should be an actual assignment. It's yeah. Do you want to talk about our actual assignment, Dust Force? Sure. Yeah. I don't. I don't I don't have much to say about it. I yeah, I did not find any reason to get excited about it. It's well done, and I get why for somebody that this is their game, why it might yeah. be. But it's got like four too many moves that you can do for my comfort. And I, I feel like this game is supposed to be my game, and it's still kind of bounced off of it. I like as a as someone who loves platformers. I want like even just the tiniest narrative hook. Like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't give a shit about that. And there and there's like nothing. There was no explanation. There was no context. Yeah, I'm walls. just some weird raver janitor. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> and I was like, what the like, fuck is going on? And at no point does it seem like it gives you anything. Like it opens up into the world, and like as far as I can tell, there's no narrative. There's no yeah. story. Just, there's here's some nothing. Dirt here's some spikes. There's a lot of well, icons suddenly on you stuff can be, that I didn't know what it meant. Like you can I didn't be one of four characters for no obvious reason. And apparently they all have different move sets. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin, how do you feel about Tetris? Tetris has some environment. Like it's you're in Russia. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Right. All right. That's a fair in, point. In, wow. in Soviet Russia, game plays you. I, I don't know. That's like, a fair point. Okay. <laughs> um. But like, it's, it is super abstract. I don't think it is a fair point, actually. <laughs> like, that's, I, I yeah, okay. I, I mean, Tetris does not have any characters, right? Right. So there's nobody that you that it occurs to you that you should be supposed to care about. So there's nobody that you wonder anything about where they came from. And Dust Force does. So, and like Super Mario Brothers is not, like, does not have a lot of story, but at least I know that I was looking for a princess. All right? the blocks that you destroy are citizens of the Mushroom Kingdom that were turned into <laughs> right. bricks by Bowser's magic. That's their graves. Cool. You turn each one into four citizens of the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> yep. Four very short lived <laughs> citizens of the Mushroom Kingdom. Sometimes a coin. Sometimes yeah. you rob their corpses after you. <laughs> Sometimes you just beat a corpse until all the coins, coins until out, yeah, all like of its coins pinata. are gone, and then it turns into a different kind of corpse. <laughs> so, so that that run that is like the minimal score run is like the most humane way to play. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it's like a like a Jane run where you don't you have a broom that you sweep insects out of the way in front oh, of you yeah. so you don't kill anything so maybe that's what dust force is you're not allowed to blink because you don't want to oh yeah that is dust force is just the is just a jet grind radio jainism edition right <laughs> okay i feel i feel better about it now you're just you're just trying to the 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 dust is areas where there might potentially be little critters, and you were trying busting. You're busting orbs. Yeah, that's their disharmony. Orbs. Right. I I feel like the the main problem that I had with this game was just that your move set. It wasn't actually that there were too many moves, but it was that the the move state machine was too arcane. Like what moves could trans could transfer into other moves was completely like, uh, it was really obtuse and not obvious. Yeah, I never 
when whenever I was supposed to do the up and run to like crest onto a platform that I was running up the side of, I always, always, always mistakenly jumped, yeah. which is the only way to get yourself into a state where you can't get onto that platform. <laughs> There's, um, a, there's a place in one of the, I think, the second tutorial level where if you accidentally go backwards, you it will re-checkpoint you at an earlier checkpoint. Uh, and you like it was one of the places where you needed to kill an enemy to get to another platform, and the enemy is no longer there, so you just have to restart. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yep. I was really pissed. I skipped the tutorials. You, oh, you did? Yeah, you can. Wow. Well, if you can get out of that pit without... Without doing them. Without doing the... If you can figure that much out, which I did. Okay. Like, I did, I was like, fuck these tutorials. I'm going to figure out how to get out of this pit. Wow. That's how I feel about it. And then, I, well, like, after playing, like, ten more levels, I learned, I want to go figure out... Because I didn't understand the moveset. Yeah. It's, and I was it's like, not, well, maybe these obvious. tutorials will help me. And but the tutorials are actually really. not great either. Yeah. There's, like, the it, dash and then jump and then you can double jump. But it's like, no, you can dash... And get some extra distance as long as you, your first jump happens before you leave the edge of the platform, which it eventually tooltips after you fuck it up five or six times. Yeah. But. And like the, the situations in which like, I, I was also confused by this because I kept switching characters and some get more double jumps than others. Yeah, the little kid gets two or two sets of two. And I was just That's, that would baffled by like, wonder what circumstances you get an additional jump. Right. And you get the extra jump. You get an extra double jump. It, like your double jump resets if you destroy an enemy in the air. Right. So that's a way to like chain moves. And in fact, some of the like I so I watched the Summer Games Done Quick like version of this, and the there are levels at the end where there's just no platform to land on. You have to everything is, just has to be perfectly timed, and you have to route your way through the whole. Yeah, sort of. it really does seem like a game for that crowd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. for the, the people for whom N plus yeah. was way enough. too easy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, and N plus I thought was awesome. And this is like so clearly a direct descendant of that, but it just went too far in a direction that I don't care. Like this entire game feels like a slightly too hard Mario Maker level. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This, I mean, I can totally see why someone would be into this, but high speed precision platformer is my least favorite genre and i just and like have no ability for this and it seems like from the level design point of view like if your only tool is 12 different hammers that go in different directions then <laughs> every problem is the giant cluster of nails <laughs> like you know like i just i wish that there had been less tutorialization and more easy levels mm, to kind of right. ease you into yeah, knowing how to play. Or like if you had unlocked all those additional moves Metroidvania style over the course of like a four hour narrative campaign, sure. yeah. like that, then it's like, oh, okay, now I get, now that I've got this new move that interacts with different things and lets me get to places that I've seen or like, it seems like you just, yeah, it's just that, d- it feeling more like a sport than a game was, you know, just made me bounce off of it. Yeah, I mean, like, what is the narrative of soccer? What the fuck? <laughs> They're just you're just dropped into this field and like the most easy, a, the most easily injured people in the talk world. To British people, like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and sometimes a uh, Mexican drug cartel will sew your face to the ball. I, I wish I hadn't bounced off this so hard, but I just like I played through the tutorial and like 
three or four of the like levels in the world and was like, well, this yeah. is so not. Yeah, me. that's exactly that's exactly what I did. There were all those keys underneath those yep. doors. And I'm like, what are those? What does that do? Uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't found know. a couple levels I could go into and I played them. I feel like a an interesting comparison point might be Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, which hmm. has a as complicated a move set, but most of it is optional. Like you can and you can pick it up as you play through the whole game. And then like you might be excited to go back and yeah, yeah go back and do scores. new tricks that you've learned how to do. Yeah, but it and that that game also feels like a sport to me, right? Like sure. it's not it it's. A, a kind of a test of something akin to athleticism. Is DDR a sport? Yeah, that that feels the this, same. This is also graded the same kind of way because you get the grades, you know, F through yeah. S or whatever. So, played some DDR. I, Amelia and I went to Ground Control when oh, we were nice. in Portland and played a few things, including they had a DDR machine up there. It's kind of fun. I wish that there was. The not like I wish there was music that wasn't bewildering Japanese rhythm game music. <laughs> uh, you know, could have just danced to like. I feel like there was one at some point in my experience where there was a like techno remix of Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah, for sure. Okay, so that would have been fine. I like just techno I mean, remixes there, of ballads. You, you might have found like a, an especially like a, a custom machine with a custom soundtrack that is for hardcore people because. Most like GDR games will give you some, even some American pop. We like, scrolled through like 150 songs looking for anything that we recognized and then just like scrolled back up 150 and just hit random every single time. <laughs> that it, sounds really frustrating. Uh, well, I mean, it's like, it doesn't really matter, right? I mean, it's just techno. <laughs> oh. I, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I mean, it's just wine. It's, I'm trying to think of something. That you, it's just a video game, but like. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's not the point really, right? It's getting sweaty in an arcade. We got there before they started serving beer. I didn't even know that was a Whoa. thing. They let kids, the they let kids in there during the day and they don't, oh. they don't start serving beer until five when they kick all the kids out. Have okay. they started, huh. um, renovations? Selling beer to kids? No. Yeah. I've heard they're taking over a, a nearby building and oh. making the place bigger. It needs to be bigger. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. It's real cramped. Yeah. Um, we also played some that championship edition Pac-Man, only two players, and oh, were just huh. trounced by the AI. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, just basically swept. That's not cool. No, it's really, really not. <laughs> like, huh. I it was so disappointing that that's how, that's how it's that tuned, played yeah. out. Yeah. Um, Did you play any Killer Queen? No, because no, there never got to be a, enough of a mass of people there. Oh, like, yeah. you were there before five. <laughs> yeah, and like if 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 there had been people playing, and we could have like because I I think that she would really like that game, hmm. and I, like I, it's it's really really well designed and pretty accessible and pretty fun to play in a group setting like that. Yeah, but you can't like two people can't walk up and have a meaningful interaction with that game because you'd both have to play queens and that wouldn't that'd be a weird game and you wouldn't be able to talk to each other so like there would be no way to like teach right. her how to play you know so it's yeah it's it's a thing that it, it sucks because it's a thing that once it's going it's so good but it's really hard to get it going it's like a party game yeah 
code words. So our next assignment uh, is going to be Inside, uh, which I've already played, and I really want to just force you guys to play. Mm. It's about three hours long. Okay. It has an amazing turn okay. near the end. You'll you'll know. I think well, I uh, am not able to play that. So why, not? why not? I can watch it. It's Windows only, isn't it? You have Windows, right? No, I don't. We've been over this. My Windows partition doesn't work. Get get it working. Make it make it so. Just go buy an Xbox. Charge it to the company. <laughs> go buy a Windows. <laughs> Just buy a window. Just buy yeah. a bathroom window to jump through. Buy a buy a window that leads into some woman's house who's playing inside <laughs> as she undresses for bed and then pick pick a lock to keep your hands busy while you're doing that. Okay. Um You've got to get Windows Riff. Ugh. You want to you want to play this game. Uh, it also exists on PS4, I think, doesn't it? No, no. It's, it's, it's Xbox. Microsoft owns it. Oh, yeah, man, fuck companies, man. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Tragedy of the market. Uh, you know. Anyway, inside, it's good. Everyone should play it. If you like, I bounced off of Limbo. I liked Limbo. Not super hard, but kind of hard. I mean, I I just like was like got really impatient with the checkpointing of a thing, yeah. and inside no, inside it is a, it was a difficulty thing. It was it it wasn't a difficulty thing. It was a tedium thing. It oh, was a, yeah. like I gotta I gotta get this. I know what I'm supposed to do. I just have to get this thing in the right place while this water is rising or whatever. And every yeah. time I fucked it up, it was like, well, now I have to do a bunch yeah. of stuff that I'm really good at. That's over and fun. over and over again to, and there, like my, I, I'm not going to say there were no elements of that to this because there are, there are certain cases where the way that, that scenarios are designed, they just wouldn't work to checkpoint them in the middle. Um, yeah. and it's, you can tell they didn't want it to be like that. Yeah. And so it's, it's, you can give them, give them a little bit of slack on it, but it's just please, please finish it because it's so fucking good okay <laughs> like the the back one eighth of the game <laughs> is amazing can i just play that eighth <laughs> it wouldn't mean anything it wouldn't be amazing if you okay um i knew that there was something surprising that happened and i kept wondering whether it had happened and i i needn't have like if somebody had said you'll definitely know when this happens i would have said okay and i would have gotten it um man it's good and I don't have to play it. I don't know what I'm going to do all week while you guys are playing this assignment for you three. Could play limbo hours. again. I could play Limbo again. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe with the. Did that ever come out on PC? Yeah. Okay. I think it even came out on iPad. I might be wrong about that though. It might be out on iPad. That that sounds familiar. Is there a version of Limbo where you get to play as the spider? Ooh. No. What if you were just that a spider? Would be like a, just a bunch half of like an hour a, long game, like a tower defense game where you were just killing a bunch of children, you know, like a tower defense game. <laughs> Man, my problem with Limbo was that it started out really strong, where you were being chased by the spider through the, like a good chunk of the game, and then once you were past the spider, it went on just like schoolyard bullies. Yeah. And then once you were past the schoolyard bullies, it went on to like electrical floors. <laughs> Like the <laughs> getting less and less of like what I was afraid of in my childhood. I'm pretty scared of electrical floors now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's a game for adults. Sure. It's a game to like make you think of what it's like. Yeah. Maybe you're growing up over the course of the game. Hmm. I would not want to end up in that rotating hotel. 
<laughs> I can, has anybody ever made like a chocolate factory tycoon game where the gameplay actually just consisted of setting up elaborate schemes to ironically kill children? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, coming up with enough variety there to keep it interesting for well, a long that, time. Would ideally, it's player generated content, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. You need to just support, like, a, you need a irony scoring mechanism yeah. that can detect irony. Right. Something AI, like that. Uh, irony, we call doctrine. it. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so you have to play through it and you have to play through your own levels with, yeah. an, with an irony detector hooked up to your, <laughs> to your brain well, you to need prove to, that. You need to get a child yeah. to play through your levels. And if, if the game kills them. If the child does not survive, then the level 60. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Man, Castle Doctrine. I wonder if people are still playing that. I don't know. It could have been good. But boy. <laughs> the fact that it did not let you save a blueprint hmm. was just the difference between a game that I would play and a game that I just absolutely will not. Yeah. Well, it, it's realistic. The kind of person who would build a, a bunch of traps in their house, they don't know about blueprints. <laughs> okay. You could always just take a picture of your screen. I wonder if there's a character called the Blue Prince that you can hire to make detailed Ooh. maps of your house. You just have your butler do it. What if your butler is secretly the Blue Prince? What if he's you just you have to shine a black light on him to reveal his heritage? <laughs> the semen stain shaped like Batman. <laughs> Actually, uh, Batman, well, not just his logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the logo. It's more plausible, I think. I mean, you know, yeah. there could be like a, oh, it's the Virgin Mary. We should show her. Well, no. <laughs> uh, I, 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 anyone I who would appreciate looking, that will be mad that I didn't get you pregnant with this. So. I remember looking at the movie from the, the the Batman logo as seen in the Tim Burton Batman and just thinking it looked like a big mouth with a set of really deformed teeth. Oh, Yeah. It's like is is that supposed to be like the 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 thing that grabs on like the end of the grappling hook it bites you or something? Bat maw. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know this episode, in all of its glory, uh, <laughs> was brought to you by our Patreon backers who are great and who we appreciate so much more than we usually bother saying. Um, we did not mention uh, who who had us play Dust Force. I don't remember. Jeff. Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Sorry to sorry list. to disappoint you by by I think uh all being bad at the game. Universally being like. yeah, <laughs> not not esports enough to play this. Um but uh come see us at patreon.com slash VGHD if you want to uh if you want to toss us a, a a buck or two or three or five, pick an assignment for us or something. Tell a, a post friend about our tell a friend podcast. about the podcast. Tell yourself in the mirror about a podcast and also vow to make a friend tomorrow and tell them about the podcast. Yeah. While, uh, you're, out, while you're out catching Pokemon. Yeah. Or while you're out like trying to break into other people's houses to make friends with them. Yeah. Like hmm. Riff. Yeah, would that really be a crime? <laughs> yeah. Like if you're just like a breaking you're like befriending. a friending. <laughs> yeah. If you're like a cat burglar, like where what you do you, is you, you break, break into, into somebody's house and then cats. you just curl up at the foot of their bed and kind of purr <laughs> and be heartwarming yeah. while they're while they're asleep. Yeah, that doesn't seem like it should be a crime. <laughs> like if a cat did that, you wouldn't be like, ah, that cat's a criminal. 
you'd be like, oh, a cute stray cat. But if a person does it, suddenly it's weird. It is super disconcerting to find a cat in your apartment when you don't have a cat, right? Do you like think it's, but it's, but it's like a cute kind of disconcerting, uh, you know, like Pennywise the Clown. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I would be worried this is like somebody's familiar. Right. Or, yeah, or it's a person in, in cat form. Oh, yeah. suddenly it's going to like teleport trade places with Riff. <laughs> right. And then Riff will be stuck in the chimney. He's like, God, God damn it. <laughs> oh, what? There was a bird. There was a bird in there. I <laughs> couldn't help myself. <laughs> you, you taught me to talk, but you didn't destroy my instincts. This is really your fault. The cat is just trying to save your child from. Wait, so was the, that a breath stolen? Was that a goat simulator gnomes? joke, or was the mechanic where you trade places with the mouse in Goat Simulator? Like, is that a pop culture thing with with cats that I don't know about? No, I but I didn't know about that in Goat Simulator. Okay. I don't know about the Goat Simulator thing. Yeah, you can totally push a button to trade places with a mouse. Where is the mouse? Sorry, I'm, I'm thinking of Escape yeah, Goat. Was... Oh, Escape. This is me. Uh... This is me all the time. Like, I remember talking to. Uh, Ian Stalker, the creator of Goat Simulator, no, of Escape Goat, <laughs> and like, like I'm gonna say it right this time. I'm gonna. It's he made Goat Simulator, and I said Goat Simulator. I was like, wait, no, this is a mistake I make literally every time I talk about this game. Escape Goat yes. has a mechanic where you trade places with a mouse. Okay, I don't think there's a mouse in Goat Simulator. I didn't. I've never seen one, but there might be. There probably would be the computer mouse, though. And not that's like a, true. A living mouse. What was the game that just had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in it for no reason because they were in the simulator. asset store? Okay. Yeah. That. Yeah. If you you went down into the sewers in the, it wasn't the the starting place, but like in the like city, like the downtown east section. And there they were, and I think you could fight them. If I recall. Ah, yeah. Cool. Well, guys, I've had a fantastic time recording episode number 249 of Video Games Hot Dog with you, and I hope we do it again real soon. And I know we will in one week. That's going to be great. And listeners, uh, sorry for the sorry for the gap in coverage. Uh, we know that you, when you are deprived of our insights and lulzes, that you, you crave them so. And mm-hmm. uh, I promise it won't be as long before the next one. Good night, everyone. Have Good a night, week, everybody. Good night. Yes, one of history's cool stories.